Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. It is 2021. It is your girl Black Mamba, and of course the lovely and wonderful AP. Happy Hi. New Year. Happy New Year. It's been a minute. This is wild. Number one, let's acknowledge the fact that we are here in studio. We are in the studio, and I think it's really funny because you're. Uh, we're obviously recording. Right. Our first sesh. Right. Our first together. sesh. Yes. But I actually feel a lot more comfortable maybe than you do right now. I only feel great. because I can't see myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I guess that's right. You know what it is? Honestly, I am looking directly at you. So I don't really pay that much attention. You know, when you speak, I listen. I look. No, I know. Yeah. I always know. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> you actually would think it would be the, the opposite for you because you can't see yourself. See, I can see I what's feel like going I on with always, this mess. I feel like it's like watching me drinking. It's like I don't want to like watch it. I don't want it taped. No. I don't want to be – or excuse me. I would want well, it taped, but I wouldn't want me like watching me while I'm in action. Yeah, right? I can see that. Like, like I want to like go back in my... time and be like, oh, that was fun. But, like <laughs> I don't want to be like looking at – like I don't like when there's a lot of mirrors around me. Yeah, I could see that. At one time. I could see that. I, just, I, uh, I remember the very first time that I saw myself take a shot. And uh, it was alarming. It was like, you you know, you always think you look attractive. You're like, oh, I am crushed. Like, I look so cute when I'm like, shots. Oh, just like shimmying. Like, the titties are just like shimmering. And then you're. Yeah. The idea of yourself and what you actually look like are two, two definitely separate things. (laughs) There was a a video of these (laughs) girls younger and they were trying to take shots. And actually, the two of them were fine. Like, they're like, whoa shots and then the two just take it back like a normal shot i assume like what a sip of water looks like and the one girl who is like jacked about it super excited she takes it in and she just spits it out (laughs) on everyone on everyone on all her friends and i thought she was in her throat but she wasn't she was just like caught me by surprise caught caught her off yeah actually you know what it was i think because she seemed pretty drunk you know that last drink you're like i can't Mm-hmm. And you know this you will sw- put me over the edge. Yeah, and this, you know, like it. your body, it's so interesting. Your body, like physically, it rejects it. Yeah, like it hits the back of your throat, and it comes either right back up in the form of like its own substance. Yes, like, or something it, new. It, or, yeah, 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 yeah. You. There have been times when We've I've been, been drinking, there. and I'm like, "Yep, that was it." Or if I'm like really self-aware, what I used to be able to do when I was younger. Now I can't. Like, I don't know what this drinking and thir- Now I'm just over the edge. Now it's just like shit went wrong. <laughs> but back in the day, I used to be like, oh, my God, it's like two. I still want to party for like three more hours. So you do it and then you run to the bathroom and you throw it up. Right? No, because I told I, I, I hate throwing up. Like, it wasn't like my favorite thing, but like I wasn't going home. No, either. I haven't thrown up since like 94. A smooth nine, yeah, ninety four. I had stomach flu. I can still remember. I have not thrown up. I am no. the kind of person that I will just stop drinking. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Just give me two waters. Yeah. Or my body just becomes incapacitated, and it's like, <laughs> well, this is it. we're gonna shut this party down for you. You don't know when to stop, so we're gonna stop you. Yeah. I've also uh, I realized like into my thirties, like right around thirty, as I was like dipping the toe in. That my body started doing this thing where if I, it was always the last shot. Somebody would be like, come on, one more. Yeah. Just one more shot. Yeah. And I would go to take the shot. And as I was swallowing it, I said to myself internally, well, that was a bad idea. Because you're about to be blackout drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And so now Bill knows, I will say to him, 
oh, we have to go. Yeah. Yeah, right now. Or I'm going to cause a scene. Yeah. I don't know which yeah. black mama's going to come out. Yeah. I mean, she might be fun. Yeah. She might want to like go skydiving. Yeah. Um, she She's might try be to be making a lot of plans. <laughs> she might <laughs> She might try to beat somebody up in the bar. I don't know. She's something... gonna be making a lot of plans. Right. A lot of dinners. Right. And never following through on a any of them. A lot of creative meetups. Taking a lot of a phone numbers. Startup, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be like Cindy, Stephanie, Marcy, and I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's mostly because I met them in a bar when I was blackout in drunk. In a bathroom. <laughs> In a bathroom. And I was like, you know what? You got something I like. Yeah. You've got spunk and potential. Totally. We should meet up together. No, we shouldn't. Yeah. No. Uh, How was your New Year's? Uh, It was boring. I mean, you're vaccinated, so you're just what? Living. Oh, I'm like out here like pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Yeah. And I tell everyone that I meet too. I'm like, hi, uh, my name is Black Mamba and I've been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Vaccinated. I am no longer a threat. Well, I'm like a orange threat. And then as soon as I get my other shot in like three weeks, then I'll be green. I love it. I'm excited. The shot wasn't actually bad. I I uh, posted about it on our social media and I said it was a great experience. And people kind of like really, like DM me and they were like, okay. No, no, no. Let yeah. me express to you guys. Number one, the Washoe County Health Department really has their shit together. Everything was organized. Everything was laid out perfectly. The enthusiasm from the National Guard was electric. <laughs> it was electric. Why? You think they were pretty excited? So I part of it, I think, that what they were trying to do was take the nervousness out of it, right? Can you imagine if you are a person who doesn't really trust the government, doesn't trust, quote unquote, vaccines to begin with, right? Right. Pre-COVID. Totally. Then you pull up to not Washoe County, but to where we keep the horses and the cows. <laughs> okay. Off yeah. Sutro. You pull it. No shade, Sutro. You pull in and there's nothing but Air National Guardsmen working the entire event. Yeah. That's going to make you nervous. Yeah. It, it, to anybody else. To me, I was like, oh, I don't give a shit who gives me this shot. It could be the homeless man down the street. I don't care. Let's just get this shit going. Right. But to other people, I do recognize, and I also work in medical, so I do understand that, like, for people who don't work in medical, who are uh, more naive to it, that would be very terrifying. So yeah. they were really trying to make it fun, and they were, like, dancing, and they'd, like, wave you to the next, and they were like, to your right, to, nope, not to your left, to your right. I mean, they were really making it a lot of fun. The nurses were in a great mood, and she was so cute. She's like, um, are you nervous? I said, am I nervous? I was going to ask you for an extra one to wear around my neck to floss to people. And I'm not nervous. Let's get this shot on the road, man. Yeah. Let's fucking. Yeah. Let's get going. Yeah. She was, but she was like really sweet. She was like, do you have any questions? Do you want to ask me anything? I was like, again, I'm asking very little questions. I was questions. like, I just really want you to know that uh, we probably know the exact same amount. And that's okay, yeah. too. Yeah, and that's 1,000% okay. And they they do give you a lot of information to take home so that you can read. And um, they do take a lot into consideration as far as, like, are you needle-phobic? Do you need someone with you to bring a friend or whatever? Like, they were really great. Um, I thought that was really, really nice because they didn't have to do that. They could have just made this a simple get your ass in line and get your get your vaccine. But they really you can see they really did think it out a lot. And um, the Air National Guard, kudos to you guys. Seriously. I mean, they were out there. It was freezing the day that we went. 
Um, and then they have you pull into this little area where you have to sit for 15 minutes just to make sure, you know, you don't die. Um, turns out if you go with somebody, so I work obviously with other medical personnel. So I went with somebody I work with. They didn't make us wait. They were like, you guys can just get out. Wait, they made us wait like maybe five minutes. And they were like, you guys can get out of here. But even the guy that was, you have to stand and look at a guy and he can tell you when you can go. Even he was like busting a move for us to keep us entertained while we were sitting there. It was really cute. It was cute. It was really cute. That I waited cute. in lines to get into uh, bars and into nightclubs that were less fun. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It wasn't that even actually sounds exactly very true to what I've experienced for some. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. you really, uh, everybody's impatient. Yeah. You're just like in a rush to have fun. <laughs> right? So You're it, like, what's taking yeah, so long? It can be very stagnant, very stagnant yeah. situation in a nightclub or a bar. Yes. What's the first question you always ask when you get in line behind someone else? How long you been in line? Yeah. How mm -hmm. long you been here? Yeah. Am I going to be here all night? Okay. You know you'll wait there all night. Who are we kidding? That's true. I think I've maybe walked out of a couple lines, but I typically didn't have to wait too long. Yeah, I was going to say, I uh, I think we managed. Always managed. You know, when we were talking earlier about uh, making friends in the bathroom, the one thing that like was in my mind was 210 <laughs> and how we all <laughs> became friends with the bathroom attendant. Do you remember her? I like, I for sure she had, she was like, now I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm like 99.9% .9 correct, but she definitely had a substance abuse issue at some point. Sure. And it looked like she was getting her life back together. She, and this is, and she was hilarious. And you would come out of that stall and she'd be like, here's a towel, here's some scope, here's some perfume. She'd missed it. I mean, yeah, she got your life together. Yeah, there were a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting things. I remember... Do you remember when they tried to, like, bring a makeup artist in? Yes, I do. And they were like, touch-ups. And I was like, what? It's, like, midnight. Like, I'm supposed to look like this at this point. Right. Like, I'm, I'm naturally just... aging in the club. Yeah. <laughs> like, years. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Do you offer, like, microdermabrasion? <laughs> And do you remember, like, the lighting was so dark? I mean. Like, what does it matter? What is it? Because you really didn't. I remember being so confused by that. I was like, that's a stupid idea. There's like a lot of dumb ideas that happen in clubs sometimes. But like that, that one, is one of them. That was particularly she bad. She was like, you want me to hit those eyebrows again? No, I don't. Nope. They're supposed to look like that. It was great, though, because I remember her specifically. Like, I remember going through like some emotional times with her, like going in and the bathroom. sanitary, too. Right? Like, you're not telling me she was using single-use implements on some nasty club rats. No. No, she was using, like, her brush belt. Yes. She wasn't spritzing and cleaning in, in between. In a club bathroom. Yes. Where the odor of shit was in the air. COVID. And throw really, up. Really, it would have, could you imagine, what a time. We would have been different women had we been a around now then. <sighs> Dude, I Different just... women. That that now, and I know COVID has changed us forever. <laughs> yeah. But, like, when I used to think about that, it used to be, like, a laugh. And now I'm, like, horrified. Oh, because the germs. You like, immediately think of like, the germs. that's nasty. I uh, I truly think about, I look back now and I think about, like, all the germs, all the things that we could have been, like, doing. Yeah. And specifically, when I look back, I think... We were disgusting people. Horrific. Like, I remember leaving the gym, putting on lip gloss, like, touching weights, putting on lip gloss. Oh, yeah. 
you know, rubbing my eye, putting, popping in a contact, like horrible, disgusting individuals. I mean, that is like kind of understandable, right? Because like you have to put a contact in. And I'm not even talking you about the dick. You have to use your hands. Oh yeah. my God. Uh-uh. I'm thinking about the amount of sh- cigarettes I shared. Oh, with strangers. Strangers. Dead strangers. ass at one up. Wow. Was that what it was called? One up? It was. Um, That's what it was. One up, one not up, two ten. And then it was something before. No, two ten was a different one. One up, and there it was something before. It was one up. Do you remember? It was like a. Because the one up thing they brought in the video games or something. It was like. Yes. It was some weird like womp womp name. Remember? It really was. It was. I think there was a lot of um, roofing going on. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I think you had to, like, take a roofie at the door to even, like, get it. They were like, um, okay, here's the stamp, this. here's your roofie, you're going to It was like the this. vaccine, but for one hour. Yeah, you were like, do I have to use this tonight or can I use it tomorrow night? And they were like, uh, 24 hours. And they were like, also, you're not going to want to remember this. <laughs> you're not going to want to remember the amount of germs you touch in here. How yeah, did we like, survive? Well, that's my thing, too. And, like, I know you're a medical professional, but, like, when I think back to that kind of lifestyle, and we thought nothing of it. Nothing. I mean, literally nothing of it. And I think back to now, I'm like, are we really hindering ourselves? So I will say that, like, obviously this is a great lesson for children. Like, if you have a child right now, just in this specific portion about the show, pull them up. Let's talk. Because... There were times in my life where I just didn't feel good. My immune system was always shitty. I didn't feel great. And that was because I was going out and partying, chain smoking with strangers and just drinking whatever. Yeah. Now as an adult, I'm definitely more clean. But like in the medical profession, we are, we have to be so clean, right? It's, we don't have really a choice. Right. I'm actually doing it to protect me from your nasty asses. Like it's not from me, from, no, no, no. Yeah. Like you all are gross. And so I have to gown up put on three sets of gloves just to touch you. This is well before COVID. Yeah. So like now when people are like, I don't know what the big deal is. I'm like, you know, you know, there's been times where you've gotten a cart in the grocery store and it's been sticky. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Why is it wet? It's not raining out. Yeah. It's wet. Why is it wet? Like, I don't like asking why anything's wet. <laughs> no. It's just never a good time. No. Whether it was like spit or whether it was like you spilled your starbucks or like whatever it is is just like now i'm very cautious and that was even you're right you get older and it's weird maybe it's like an animal instinct right they're like bitch your body's tired yeah it's tired when you drink you don't care that's the best part and the worst part about drinking Mm -hmm. that's what's problematic so if people are depressed i mean it's not great yeah but like if you're not depressed and you're just like kicking it old school yeah yeah you're out partying until three in the morning and that's why they say you know, oh, my 20s were my best time. No, it wasn't. It was just the time you didn't give a fuck the most. Yeah, now I give all the fucks. Right, now I care. I'm starting, I I think about things more now than I ever have. It's awful. Like, think about when you've been partying, like, on vacation in Mexico or another country, and you have gotten into a cab with eight people with no seatbelts. Oh, yeah. And you're like, we're just going down the street. Yeah. We're just, Yeah. Who needs a seatbelt? We're just yeah. going down the road. Yeah. If we try to do that now, bitch, get out of my Uber. What are you doing? Get yeah. a call another Uber, you broke bitch. Yeah. If you can't afford another Uber, you shouldn't be out here partying. Yeah, not in Mexico. Or any, like. I mean, they're like $2 in Mexico. Really? It's amazing. Truly, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you could putt around town with an even. With $20, you could putt around town all night. Oh, so good. No, I completely agree with you. Um, I, uh, that's kind of why I feel like we're really going to beat this. Yeah. 
<laughs> if we existed in the mid 2000s, right? Like 2010 to 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, the yeah. good we're old days when they were like, this. we used to have a farm and we didn't have cars. We just had horses. Yeah, bitch. Well, have you ever been to One Up and picked up a drink you didn't know where it came from? You tell me. Let's see your immune system be that bitch. And you uh, drink it anyways. You were like, I just got to wash down this pill. Yeah. To keep me awake. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, how was your holiday? I know I haven't seen you in a while. You've been obviously been on the show because you were on your little vacation. Yeah. Um, which isn't a vacation for you, which no. I like to tell people that. Like I say mm. it's her vacation, but it's really not a vacation. You know, one thing I will say is I just got to spend some of the quality time just in my industry and pandemic. It was it was just so busy. You know what happened yeah. after the, the gates opened up again. It just the flood never ceased. Yeah. Uh, so getting to spend day in, day out with my boys, just to see these little things like, is amazing. So a lot of good quality time, but I will say I spend more time with family, specifically my husband's family yeah. than anybody I've ever met. Yes, you do. Anybody. This is a true story. I go back and forth on it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're such wonderful people. Like, truly, you know. No, they're amazing. But, um. You said one key thing to me when we talked over your break. Yeah. You said, what are, you asked me, what are you doing? I said, I have no pants on. And I've really just been, like, watching true crime and just, like, yeah. working on stuff with the pod. And you said, that's, you're living my dream. Yeah. That's all I want to be doing. It's not about me not loving anyone. No. It's about me not having pants on. Yeah. In my own home. Watching whatever, doing nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, I've taken a week off, and um, today was my first day back at work, and then obviously back in the studio, and I feel nothing. <laughs> a little dead inside? I just don't get it. Like, if I had been at home, like, truly at home with the kids, yeah, got a couple house projects done, taken a long nap with my boys. Right. Got some laundry done. It would be one thing. Um, but no, that's not my life. I've told you to become less likable. More unlikable. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my thing. This is the interesting thing about family. Whether it's in-laws or your family alike. The pressure that people put on each other. Yes. To obligate something... I don't think obligate it's not the right word, but like to fill a void mm -hmm. in themselves is it's hard for me to relate to because yeah. I am so and always have been truly comfortable <coughs> alone. Do you feel less scared when I coughed because of my vaccine? No. Oh, okay, go on. I didn't think about it, but you know it's because I'm not in medical and I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> it's true. I don't get it. You were like, I was like, I okay just with follow that the rules. You yeah. know me. Put a mask on. All right. Someone screaming at you about particles. Waves. You're like, oh, I don't even know about the particles. I just thought we were all supposed to be doing this. I just heard it. Yeah, you're good because we're rule followers. I'm a rule follower. We talk about it all the time. Yes. I yeah. don't mind. If it says 55 on the freeway, you're doing 55. I'm <laughs> doing 55. Occasionally, I might be doing 60 if things are really serious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real medical emergency <laughs> happening. So, yeah. Anyways, um, 
I I'm really I'm just really confused about how this this all bleeds off onto life. Yeah, yeah. I really do mean that because there's so much obligation that we already feel between friends and family and, yeah. and trying to be a good parent and also running a good business, being a good co-host to a thing that we've committed to that has turned and blossomed into this incredible journey of like fun creative outlet yeah but also requires a lot of time and effort and thought and content it's uh it's a wildlife and honestly what i want to do and not in a sad way in a happy way yeah is just uh lay down i think that was it yeah just like lay down and like be unbothered just be unbothered because i unbothered yeah i had a week and a half off and you seem unbothered. I'm, I'm pretty unbothered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was able to do because there is a difference between doing an obligation and doing a craft that you love. The podcast for me is in my home. So it's easy yeah. for me to schlep in here with no bra or totally. whatever my outfit is and like work on stuff. Right. Well, especially in this facet for us, too, because you love tech. You've always loved. Tech. Yes. I mean, you guys, you have no idea. We've been jocking on her this. I mean. You meet Black Mamba, and the idea of her being like a hardcore gamer, tech, Apple people guru, do not believe me. Like, one, you don't believe her off yeah. the grip. Yeah. You just don't. Second, then it all starts to unfold before you. <laughs> and she's obviously telling the truth. Yeah, I wasn't lying this whole time. And uh, it's just like the most wild mind warp of your entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. It is nice for that. I love doing this as far as just the creative content that me and you get to make our weekly conversations, um, discussing things like this, and generally us just being on the same. No, wavelength. of course, but it's different for me because obviously it's like in my house, right? So like if you could like be at home with the kids working on like some new ideas for hair or whatever it is, totally. right? Then you're still at home, but it's one thing to have to be present, physically present, mentally present. Yeah, makeup, hair. Yeah. Kids dressed, husband dressed, an overnight bag. Did I forget anything? Do I have like do I have chargers and phones and like that's intense. It's a lot. And I always tell you every year I tell you the same thing. Kudos because yeah. I'm so glad. I love my mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, if you're watching this, I love you. But like I could not be happier that she does not stress me out about going back to New York. Because number one, we're in a panorama. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, but even if we weren't, like that's a lot to expect when you are off to travel across the country. Not that I don't love them. That's not what it's 100%. about. But mentally, this has been a very emotionally and emotionally and physically exhausting year yeah that came out of nowhere because january to march we were killing it we were yeah. like 2020 is going to be obvious right yeah we were like in 2021 we're going to be looking at some new resolutions we everyone was looking forward to it yes and then march hit and we were like okay well there's some mutterings of some things from december and, and then shit got real real quick and we were like oh, this is probably going to last a few months. And then they were like, oh, no, this is the rest of your life. Yeah. And we were like, okay, bitch, you're being yeah, dramatic. Really and then scary. old people were fighting in Walmart. People were hitting each other over masks. People weren't speaking to one another over the president. Like, it got real, real fucking quick. And I don't think people are giving themselves enough credit for how stressful it's been. So when Bill was talking to me and he goes, 
for Christmas, for New Year's, what do you want to do? And I said, nothing, because there's nothing to celebrate. And I don't mean that in a bad way or like, yeah, but I think it's okay to be very realistic about what's going on. Like we were able to give back a few times during Christmas and for New Year's and Thanksgiving. Like we were blessed enough to be able to do that. That to me was something to celebrate. But like, I'm not going to celebrate a shit year. It was shit. It was shit. If I had gotten divorced, I'm just saying knock on fucking wood or like something awful had happened, you'd almost and people are like, well, why aren't you celebrating the end? I'm like, because the end hasn't come yet, bitch. (laughs) We're not in the end. You got a mask on. We're still talking with masks on, bitch. There's nothing to sell. People are like, you have to be optimistic. No, I don't. That's how we got into this problem. Right. Okay. We heard about it in December and we were like, "Mm, we won't get over here. No, I'm going to be realistically optimistic. Yeah. And for, for Christmas, we said. Bill's like, do you want gifts? I said, no. I want us to tell each other what we're thankful for in this home. Like, I'm so thankful that no one in this home got sick. I'm so thankful that we both still have jobs. I'm thankful that, like, all the people that I love are alive and I get to still see them. And that's the shit I'm thankful for. Yeah. I I didn't get my husband a gift this year. Yeah. Uh, That was not discussed. (laughs) Ran out of time. (laughs) Oh, it was not. He was like, can someone hand me um, AP's gift? And you were like, well, this I is going to get awkward. fucker's gift. Yeah. Boom. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, no, I am planning on getting him his Christmas gift, but it will be when he makes room for it in his hoarder life. I feel like that was a fair stipulation. I will literally get you anything you want, but I refuse to live in hoarders. Yes. So there's that. Because um, if you think I'm a nerd, like he's a nerd on a different kind of level. Just fucking next, next level. level. So there's that. Daxaru was born. So he 2020 was. did bring my little Daxaru. But that was um, tough on you guys. You were sick. It was really hard. Was we sick. almost had to hospitalize the baby. Uh-huh. Um, Actually, me and Ian were laughing last night because Dax was born with like anger in his heart. <laughs> He is a for sure 2020 baby. Like no, some really, really cute, like, like really nice things came out um, with a lot of hatred. Yes. He attacked his brother the other day. Did he? Um, And he's a biter. I feel like he's too young to be attacking, but this is right on brand. Um, it's really funny. It's it's literally a 2020 baby. Um, My nickname for him is Chucky Baby. Yes, that's what you've told me. So I had a Chucky baby in 2020. So that sounds fun. right. Is he at the age yet where he's saying like your names? He'll um, like occasionally soon? he's not like really putting it together, but he is at the age where say he has something that he might be enjoying at the time, right. and then it is removed. Gotcha. Um, then there's a lot of um, biting and anger. Gotcha. I feel like he can say your guys' names. He's choosing not to. <laughs> He's like, you don't even earn this bitch. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I really want you to earn this. He actually this. just says bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, he doesn't say any other words, but bitch, he's really I grabbed onto. I didn't feel like we didn't have um, things to celebrate. I just felt like, I felt that tension. And, I'm, and yeah. I love it when people, you know when like there's that guy and the party's dwindling down, right? And then he's like, not ready to go home. Right. And you're like, come on, Jeffrey. Yeah, just like calm down. Like come let's on, just Jeff. let it be, like right. let it simmer out. I feel like um, that was kind of our holiday. Like, people trying to make it. Right. Yeah, it's uh, going to be the best. And it's like, you're still feeling weird about, like, being close together. And the apocalypse happening like, outside. Yes. Yeah. Um, just, like, a lot yeah. of crazy, crazy stuff. Like, should you wear your mask? Right. Like, 
Was that a shooting that's going on outside? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody's feelings being hurt. Right. (laughs) It's a... Is there a social injustice happening? (laughs) Yeah. Someone's wearing an ugly sweater that she says, I dare you to call me Karen. You're like, this is... Yeah. This is our new normal. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just... uh, We're figuring that out. I actually enjoyed the holiday, but... Yeah, the time off for me, I've just really realized as a young family, being alone is crucial for me. I think yes. that's one of the things I really, I hope for other people who still haven't discovered the power of being alone and being okay. Um, but also, like, I need to not be around the general public or, like, family or anything. Like, I have to take, I have to take a step back. Like, people who are fully dependent on other people, whether it is spouses, friends, or family... I the get, biggest gift I could wish the world not even like I wouldn't even wish for the virus to go away. I would just genuinely like wish people were like cool being tucked away being calm yes. being alone because I feel like if that were the case if we weren't dealing with all the emotional backlash from 2020 of like remote working from home and yes. then these kids being distant and like non-socialized human beings younger people in the best time of their lives honestly like college and um you know, late high school, these things where it's like you remember being that young and being like, oh, I just want to be with my friends. I just right. like, want to text somebody. I want to call somebody. I want to do. I really think like if the general public was more comfortable being by themselves, this would have been more bearable. This would have been one more bearable for others, but probably over a lot sooner. You know what? And you're 100 percent correct. And it's so funny because Bill told me recently we were laughing about something and then we were talking about like the pandemic and people having a hard time staying home. And I had posted that um, hilarious quote that you had, which by the way, people just absolutely loved. Cause I was like, it's true. Um, Bill said to me, I am so thankful to you. And I was like, okay, is this a setup for what, what? do you want? Yeah. And he's I'm not like, going to get Jimmy John's. We talked about it. I already <laughs> told you I've had two cocktails and you know, that's not it. I've already told you that's, that's our line in the sand, two cocktails. Um, he goes, you are so confidently okay with being alone. Some people say that and they really mean it. And I said, I think a lot of that comes from living alone. Like I've lived 100%. alone since I moved out of my parents' home. And so I've always been like, people think I'm joking when I say like, yes, I'm an extrovert, but I'm also an, like when you and I say that, I cannot be more clear. I am okay being in the studio for the next five weeks without like seeing Bill very like vaguely, like just in the house, like moving around. I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, to the point where it someone needs to say to me, Hey, I really do want to spend time with you. And then I have no problem like spending time with people. But you I think it helped for him yeah. to have one person in the house who was totally okay with being home. And it I think it helped him have a reality check when he was just like, Yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't want to be at home. I don't want to be at And I was just like, so let me get this straight. You spent all this money for this home. We took all this time to decorate it the way that we like, make it comfortable the way that we like. We have all these like perks and shit in the house that we like only for you to then not want to be in your own home. That doesn't make any sense. Like chill out. Just like chill out, dude. Yeah. Relax, I, man. <clears throat> and I just feel like if you can't be comfortable in your own home, you're definitely not more comfortable out. Something's you might up, be distracted. Yeah. You might be around like the general facade of yeah. of socialization, sure. Yeah. But like you're not super comfortable. No. Because the place that I'm most comfortable like is in my bed eating with 1, my husband. 1000%. I mean like if he can be there. But like even last night he knew I needed a minute. 
Yeah. Took the kids downstairs. Gave me about an hour. We didn't talk about it. He just knows. And I just thought to myself, I was like, man, people, we have to be more honest with ourselves. Both, both ways. I have to be able to say, I need you and the kids to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, do your own shit. I mean, you could be here. But like. But like, get the fuck out of here. Or you need to be able to look in the mirror and say, I'm not doing well by myself. And that needs to change. Right. I mean, I really, if 2020 really made me realize anything, if we're doing our, our New Year's, welcoming the New Year thing, I really do realize how valuable it is in being alone and being okay with that Mm -hmm. and moving forward and taking the time or else you're going to get burned out either way. You get burned out so fast. And I think it, it, it opened my eyes. If anything, it made me realize like tighten the scope on what I want more. Yeah. By being able to be at home more because I've taken more time off kind of after the pandemic, I took no, when the pandemic started, I had no time off. Yeah. And so I was working 13, 14 hour days. And then once I was able to have that first break, which came months later, yeah, I like was emotionally catching up to where everyone else had been. Yeah. Like I'm watching shows that are coming out for the first time since the pandemic started who were pausing, you know, uh, a recording and, and, so a lot of the emotions coming back from that time. And so like the other day, Bill came in there and he's like, why are you crying watching Real Housewives? And I was like, well, they were just talking about like, it kind of brought up all of the feelings of when everything f- first started happening. Totally. And I was listening to them talking about like, they were trying to like figure out their masks and they were scared to like, they didn't know the rules. Like, can, can we touch? We're friends, but can we hug? And yeah. there was like the George Floyd thing going on. And there were people like screaming through the faces and it was like so much just so much anger and everyone was so just uncertain about everything. Yeah. It like made me very, it caught me off guard actually, like emotionally. And I think it was just because I hadn't had time because we never stopped as medical professionals. We never stopped. I had right. to go to work for the non-essential. They went home, but for the rest of us, we've been no, at of work. Of course. I you know? think that really did happen because I've talked to a couple people now. And even this morning earlier, I was talking to a client and she said, that she was watching the recap of 2020 before the ball dropped mm-hmm. and she just got emotional and yeah. it just caught up too because I think we're closer to the end now than we were at the beginning. So that yes. I can, we can all grab onto that. I think yes. grip onto that. Yeah. But I do think it is important to realize like how far we have come so far and how exhausted we really are. And I can honestly say, and I know everybody can, like generally, I feel the tensions easing. I have felt the shift, I think, as I have a lot of people in the last yeah. two months. Yeah. Um, I think the election helped, definitely. Definitely. That oh ending God, helped. And I really sure. hope that a lot of companies, I know, listen, I know it's not inexpensive, but I also want a lot of companies to remember that like you, the money that you're not spending on a building right now, the money that you're not spending on an electric bill, the money that you're not spending on all these things really should be being spent on helping your employees get mental health. Because 
even though for us it might have been easy for a lot of people this especially is the first medical time professionals alone. yes i i'm sorry i'm calling you out fucking renown yes i'm calling you out i have several clients who oh really several who work for you and renown is a major monopoly in our area and the lack of care for your professionals that have been in the fucking trenches yes for this community and you want to post billboards all over town that say fight the good fucking fight well it starts with your front lines motherfuckers yep it starts with your front lines or i mean how are you not looking at your people and you're not exhausted like they're exhausted and you know i'm not gonna call it i'm sure there's fantastic middle management somewhere and i know there's a lot of people who are out of control but i mean it has to start at the top and for such a huge monopoly in our in our community um and i feel like from other people's experiences like the care has actually been great which just goes to show how even more above and beyond these frontline workers first where they first responders that everything they're showing up they're doing this job and they're tired and to know that there's not really like any resources available to them is wild is fucking insane and you're still losing patients everyday patients right so patients that are not at all have anything to do with covid but like are dying from horrible car accidents or children being beaten by their or whatever the case is like seeing all of that can become very emotionally and mentally taxing and I think it's really important to make sure that you are doing everything in your power as an owner, as a CEO, CFO, to make sure management, yeah. to make sure that your employees during this time are mentally fucking okay. I was just reading that article on Twitter about, because um, one thing I honestly never thought of, I really thought that once that we had that isolated event with the cruise ships, I thought cruise ships were like canceled. I did not realize they were still circle, circling around the ocean because people still had contracts and they want you to live out those contracts. So I just read this horrible article about how a hundred people have died with princess and two dozen have died from suicide because they're not allowed to leave their cabins. They're stuck in their cabins all day. I think they're only allowed out one hour a day and that's to get meals. I mean, that's prison. That's fucking prison. Yeah. And so a lot of these people are committing suicide. And even though they were given the option of mental health, I think that's a lot easier said than done because who's going to be the first person to go? And sometimes with depression, you don't even realize that you're depressed until someone comes in and checks on you and you're allowed to release it all. Or, yeah, especially with depression or anxiety, like you don't know until it's affected your life negatively. Right. right. We all like catch the blues occasionally. That's not what right. anybody's saying. We all get a little pandemic fatigue. Right. If you will. We're all a little bit anxious about the hug we accidentally did or right. the cart we grabbed or the sanitizer we forgot or the person who sneezed and coughed five feet from us. Right. But I think depression and anxiety, when it starts to ultimately affect your life long term, not you know, it's just you're not going to feel it immediately. You're going right. to start to notice in the relationships falling off and it affecting your work, your productivity, how scatterbrained your mind is, how absolutely unmotivated you are, how the things that once brought you joy just don't. They simply just don't anymore. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, so that takes a minute to really settle in. It does. And so I really hope that a lot of these companies and I hope it opens up people's eyes about mental health in general and really starts to get people to realize it is an important 
part of our lives, especially when it comes to not being at home, right? Like you said earlier, this is our safe space. So in here, I know I'm safe. But when I have to go out there, I can't guarantee I'm going to be always safe. Right. And that could be because of a lot of different reasons. Other people's actions, worlds, events, things happening. That can take a toll. And so if you have employees that are still leaving the house and going to their job, you need to be making sure that they are mentally okay. And if you are a piece of shit boss, stop being a piece of shit. Like people are going through enough right now. They don't also need to be worried about their cunt of a fucking boss. Well, and another thing, too, is we are going through such a divide in what is actually happening, meaning um, a good example of people with kids in public school or people with kids in general. Yeah. um, People who are in certain job positions that cannot work from home. I mean, there are so many different levels varying. And this is where we all need to find that that understanding for each other i mean hearing some people who have children who work for people who don't yeah and that originally that it always has been a little bit of an issue but you deal with it. it's a circle of life right, some people right. have children some people don't but you had things like child care readily available right. safe child care available uh public school systems if you didn't choose to like pay for private schooling right daycares um children's cabinet boys and girls club and then all of a sudden that's just ripped away and then you have you know somebody who is wildly unaffected in that way right i mean then just the complete and utter lack of understanding is just that was kind of a crazy thing that didn't happen to me personally luckily we are in the position we're in but i just it's just crazy watching how people, if it doesn't directly affect them, they don't give a shit. They just don't give a shit. And that's the biggest lesson that I am hoping everyone learns is that like there has been that forever and like no one's given a shit and like we can't continue to do that. We have to start giving a shit about one another just because it doesn't directly affect you today does not mean it's not going to directly affect you tomorrow. So like, you know. About the just like the mask health? thing, yeah. right? People are like, yeah. well, I'm not wearing, wearing a fucking mask. I had a lady on um, a patient on Thursday. I said, how are, you, how are you doing? And she immediately looked angry. And which I did just started asking people again, because now I know everyone's doing shitty. Right. And she goes, I'm just angry. She's like my sister who lives in Iowa. Iowa doesn't want to wear masks. None of them want to wear masks. I went around and around with her about this, around and around and around with her, her daughters. Nobody wanted to wear a mask, and my my sister just fucking died on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And all of her daughters caught COVID. And now my my nieces have the nerve to fucking call me and tell me they think they've reconsidered. She goes, they think? She goes, I'm so angry, I can't even grieve her. That's how angry I am. And I said, well, you feel however you're going to feel. That's part of grief. I mean, that's one of the stages is anger, girl. So you got one marked off. But like, I get it. Step How one. do you grieve someone who put a gun in their head and said, I'm going to play Russian roulette? And you were like, don't do that. That's a stupid game to play. Yeah. Take all the bullets off. Put the gun away. And they were like, no, no, no. It's like a fun new game I learned. You're like, please stop doing this game. I don't like this game. It scares me. And you still insisted on doing it. How do you grieve? Now you're angry. Right. And no matter how much you grieve them and process and get over it, you're still going to be angry. So it's like, that's also a new feeling that all of us can at some point share. And so that's something new. So I just like, I really hope that people are taking into consideration. Yeah. If you are being selfish, when I was young, 
To say that I've never had a cocktail and driven, I'd be lying. I would be lying. But yeah. the moment that a child came into my life, that was it. Because my life wasn't about me any longer. It was about her too. And all the decisions that I made were about her. And all I could think was like, what if I drove and like I killed someone or I someone killed me or I hurt myself? Yeah. How would that impact her? So it's about thinking about someone else as you get older and you realize the impact it can have on someone. And I just hope that out of all of this, that people start to, I know obviously we're not going to catch everyone in the net, but I'm hoping the net hits some people. And yeah. just like, well, and I think I've definitely learned too, even throughout this job and pandemic, you have to, you have to obviously consider other people and not be selfish, but you, there is a fine balance before you are absolutely just torched as well. And if you're going to be taking on the world, I mean, we, I think we all know at this point, like, it's just not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. It is not possible. Like you are going to, to, to fail. You're going to fail. Like that's the only way to say it. Like you're going to fail. And I think that if anything has taught me anything about this year, it is really just like, take the vacation. Take the vacation. Buy, buy. Like, I know this is like some fucking like sorority girl plaque or something, but like, what is it? Eat Hashtag the cake, take the vacation. Fucking, I mean, do it. It is such a weird realization looking at this life. And then there's people who come from certain age groups who are just yeah. like, well, you don't wear a mask and you go to work anyway. And you're like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, yeah. And they're like, well, some people die. <laughs> you're like, no, they you're don't like, have to. You're like, well, I mean, like, you really feel that way? <laughs> like, yeah. People really feel that way until it affects them. Exactly. And then their life changes. And I, I think just, the other thing, too, is like. Yeah, that blew my mind. The one thing that I've learned now all these months later, which was part of my hatred entry this week, was just because we're in a pandemic, I can still get pissed about shit. Like, I think because we're in a pandemic and there's obviously awful things happening around the world, but I can still be upset about, like, still everyday things. Yeah. So uh, I needed to find – it's called a C-arm clamp, okay? None of you need to know what this is. But let's just say it was an accessory for our studio, okay? Yeah. Now, but this item is not anything that is wild. It would be essentially – I want you to understand how common this item is. It would be like me going to Home Depot and asking if they have a nut for my bolt. Yeah. And I was just like, it's a regular nut. Yeah. and I Or a bolt. And I just need to know, do you have the nut for the bolt? Right. And so you're at the appropriate store. I'm at the appropriate you're not store. At Petco, no, you're I am Home not. Depot. I'm not at Save Mart. Yeah. So I went online and I did the research first, right? Because I don't like wasting my time nor anyone else's. So I went on a guitar center and... Boom, there's the nut for my bolt. And I'm like, perfect. And I said, is this item in store or is this item just a order pickup sort of situation? Good news. Good news, Black Mamba. It's in stock. Said, perfect. I'm going to go out. Got to go meet some people for a little brunchy poo, one person. I'm going to go get this nut and pop off on to brunch. So I head down there. Go into the appropriate location. There's a kid kid working there. I'd say in his late 20s. So I ask him, do you have the C-clamp? Before I can even get out of my mouth the entire thing, he goes, well, we don't carry that here. Yeah, we don't carry that. 
I said, um, you definitely do. You definitely do. Like, you know he's straight talking out of his ass. Right. Like, he's just being lazy. And he goes, we definitely do not carry that. And I am just like, he's he's speaking, and I'm just, like, bringing it up on my phone. Like, I had it saved. I knew this was, I had a feeling. So I bring it up on my phone, and I show it to him. And he goes, hmm. All right, hang on one second. And I said, do you want me to give you the item number? And of course, now I'm the asshole. He's like, no, I've got, I've got it, please. He's like, well, bad news. It's not in the store. So that's weird because it says it's in stock. And literally two seconds ago, you didn't even know what I was talking about. You said it was not here. Like trust has been already broken, broken here between us. And by the way, I look behind me and there's a hundred boom arms and like a thousand microphones. So I'm like, there has to be this item here. So he goes, it's not here. It is out of stock. Sometimes the website's not up to date, but we can order it. Okay. We're in a panorama. Most companies now know things can get, you know, delivered within at least four days. This man looks at me in my two brown eyes and tells me that'll be two weeks. I'm sorry. Do they have to make it? And is it getting shipped from Guadalajara? Where the fuck is this goddamn C-clamp coming from? I don't understand. And I look instantly annoyed. So then I thought, okay, calm down. Don't overreact. (laughs) There's a little thing behind you that says we do repairs. So I thought, let's turn this ship around, right? Sure. I said, I have a pair of headphones. I need the headphone fixed. The only issue is these headphones are super expensive. And I'm not thrilled with having to ship them and then have them ship them back to me. Because if they arrived, if they arrived to me broken from the shipping, I'm going to have to then ship my body to the place that sent them to me and burn down their entire factory. I don't want to do that. Seems unnecessary. Yeah. So let me exhaust exhaust all efforts here in town. Let me see if I can find someone. So I say to him, your sign there says that you fix... Headphones. Yeah. And there's headphones in here. There's mics. And there's like DJ equipment. Mm -hmm. Which tells me this is the DJ headphoning place. He looks at me and goes, no, he fixes guitars, not headphones. I said, I don't understand. Then why is the sign in the headphone section of the store? He looked at me and said, good question. (laughs) I, when I tell you, I pop my top. I pop my top. I said, you know what this place should be called? <laughs> he goes, what? I said, it should be called Garage Band. We don't know nothing and we can't fix shit. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Because every time I've reliably come in here for anything, basic shit, just a basic shit, a fucking USB cord. Uh, one of our mics went dead. I needed a mini USB cord. Oh, we don't sell those here. I mean, what do you sell here then? <laughs> it should be called Guitar Centers. We just sell guitars. <laughs> but don't ask us anything else and like just a little asterisk. acoustic guitar just acoustic no electric we don't i'm not trying to fuck with that no just acoustic so i'm like okay and i wouldn't have been so annoyed if the two weeks before that when i went to go buy material for this for the studio and i called you and i said i'm gonna go pick up this material yes i'll let you know how it turns out brb yeah get down there now, it is quite clear when I walk into Walmart that they are doing a lot of inventory stocking. Why you would do stocking on a Saturday 
that's got to be Walmart's busiest day. And it was like three in the afternoon. So why you would choose that? I don't know the ins and outs of Walmart. We're in a panorama. Maybe that's the only time they could get all the staff in. Okay, fine. Still great mood. Had my headphones in. Didn't forget them this time. No one's going to ask me if I know where some shit is. Okay. <laughs> had my headphones in. Go over to the fabric department. And I asked, there's no one around. I'm like, okay, no big deal. Again, still feeling okay. Ask the lady, hey, can you get someone over here? She said, absolutely. Let me go grab someone. She was enthusiastic too. I'll be right back. Perfect. Got my headphones on. Listening to a little ditty from One Tree Hill, a popular show. I don't know if anyone remembers it. Oh my God, you and my sister both. Are you kidding me? The soundtrack is fire. We won't get into that right now, but the soundtrack is fire. Like I am taken back to the sweetest, sweetest moments of my childhood. Anywho, it's been about 25 minutes at this point. Now I feel like even for Black Mamba, that is patient. Yeah. Okay? Sure. So another woman peeps me as she's rolling through with all of her shit and she goes, well, you've been waiting a really long time. No one still come over and helped you? I said, no. She goes, I'm going to go and physically get someone. I'll be right back. Another 10 minutes goes by. So at this point, I've been waiting 35 minutes. She comes back over with this gal. Now, I am going to describe her only because in the story, it will make sense towards the end. I'm not being a fucking bitch. I'm just describing her so that we can all get on the same page. Okay? She was chewing gum very loudly. I heard her two aisles over. Okay? Hair messy. Looks like it hasn't seen the inside or outside of a brush in many days. Mm. Very disheveled, bigger gal, if you will. Yeah. Okay. First thing she says to me, I guess you, you need some, you need some material. <laughs> Ooh, like it's like a surprise. <laughs> Why am I the asshole? I've been waiting, waiting here 35 minutes. Why am I the dick? So still, I'm not going to meet anger with anger again. We're in a panorama. I don't know what she's been going through all day. I'm Here. sure she's dealt with her assholes. Yeah. So I go, I'm looking at these two materials. I want one roll of that, but this one I want you to cut because I'm going to compare them when I'm in my room. <sighs> Just heavy breathing. Well, the one material, the material that you all are looking at right now was very wide. Okay. So when she was trying to measure it, I said, let me help you because it was sliding off of the table. This bitch said to me, put her hand up in my face and said, bitch, I got it. <laughs> now, I didn't ask her once, but twice. Let me help you. The third time, I basically just said, hand me the scissors. Because she had little T-Rex arms and her arms, there's no way they were, could reach when she was cutting the fabric. Because again, it was too wide. So she couldn't reach by the time she'd get to the end of the fabric. And here's what you're not going to do. You're not going to fuck up my fabric because you're too big in your mind to ask for help. Right. We're not doing that. Right. So we get to the end of this exchange. I'm trying to make pleasantries the entire time. She's not having it. She gives me my shit and it's folded up all fucked up. And the first section of the fabric was like all fucked up and cut and like torn. And she looked at me in my brown eyes and said, don't worry. I know what you're thinking. I'll take the four inches off of the top and we'll include that in the seven yards you need. Perfect. She's on my train of thought. Go to the front, pay for it, get home. And I start measuring it. Now I had already left you earlier that day because I had bought other fabric and that was six yards. 
So I'm holding this six yards up to the black. And I'm like, am I fucking high? Like I was, we'd had breakfast. So it's not like I was on an empty stomach. I hadn't had any cocktails except for the mimosas we had. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what? Am I met? Do I? So I call Bill in. I'm serious. And we measure it down the hallway. And I'm like, this cannot be six yards. Every time I measure the black fabric, it's coming up. And it's one big piece. It's coming up short, like five yards. And I told Bill, let me go down to the cart. Maybe there's two yards in there. I didn't see. Maybe this bitch cut two yards and I'm missing it. No, sure enough, this dumb bitch can't count. So now I'm fucking hot. I am hot. Hot. Because I've got half the studio done. This was the last part. And then my husband said the thing that all men say, which is just do it tomorrow. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm already in this. I'm in the trenches. My boots are on. They have mud on them. We're in this. I said, oh, I'm going back now. Get in the car, drive back, go to customer service. The lady was so confused about what I was saying. She called a manager over. Her and the managers, because they were so baffled by what I was saying. So she goes, say it to me again. I said, I'm short a yard. Two yards. I said, I ordered and she didn't. And that's including the two inch or the four inches of shitty beginning part. So really, I only had four yards, four and a half yards. And the lady goes, how is that possible? And she goes, let me me see the receipt. Maybe she only charged you for four yards. And she looks at it. Okay, seven yards. Okay, okay. She goes, it's actually pretty easy. It says seven yards. You can measure this right now and see that it's not seven yards. Not seven yards. So I just like, what part of the story is the mystery? Because I think they were just like, so this is what this is what, because I was starting to get pissed at them. And then she goes, well, Mike is so good about cutting fabric. I go, who the fuck is Mike? Mike didn't help me. She goes, who helped you? And she goes, what did she look like? So I start to give her much of a description like I gave to you. She looks over at the other girl. She goes, oh, that's fucking Misty. Yeah, that makes all the sense. We apologize. I am so sorry. This makes all the sense. Misty works in electronics. I go, does that mean Misty can't count to seven? I mean, isn't the table like measured? Yeah. You just got to go one, two, seven times. Yeah, that is a, a wild ride. We go back and the young girl goes, the girl is back there. She goes, I am so embarrassed. Um, the fact that you had to come back here because it wasn't measured right the first time. Um, we're going to go ahead and just like not, we're going to start fresh. We're going to, th- she goes, she unravels it. She goes, what's all this shit on the top? And I go, yeah, let's just start fresh because I'm getting real fucking pissed off. I'm getting real pissed and I don't want you to catch the end of my tail end of my fury but do not let me see misty you keep misty over in electronics you keep misty over there where the fucking c-clamps and the fucking headphones are because i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna lose my fucking shit on would it be so funny if you go over there and misty's just like oh yeah i got your c-clamp right here (laughs) she's like whistling around her fucking finger so i'm like upset about it and my husband and a friend of ours steph steph and i went to brunch and she goes dude you gotta relax Sometimes shit just doesn't work out. No. If I went to Ulta and I bought what I thought was a brown eyebrow pencil, but I got home and it was ash brown, that's something not working out. (laughs) If I go to your business and we have a mutual understanding that I'm going to pay for an item or rely on your website that you have paid all this money for, Um. And you know we're in a pandemic. You know that people are relying on this information. And I hold up my end of the bargain. 
I show up. I smell nice. I took a shower. I was dressed nice. Wore your mask. I wore my mask. I didn't. I stood six feet away from everyone. Not only did you not even look, you immediately told me no without even looking. Without even looking. Yeah. Then once I show you and I ask you if you want the item number, you give me attitude like I'm the dumb bitch. And then have the nerve to go, that's going to be two weeks. Instead of going, you know what? I'm so sorry for that. Let me go call someone who, let's say you don't work in that department, right? Yeah. Let me go call someone or let me find out. Maybe we can get it done faster. Let me go ask Mike. Mike can count to seven. Maybe we should get Mike over here. But to fuck me over on fucking fabric that is expensive. And then to sit there and go, I don't understand. I don't understand. How many different ways can I explain to you that Misty can't count to seven? That's a you problem. You hired Misty. I didn't hire Misty. Now, if I had hired Misty and sent her to the goddamn, if Misty was my assistant and Misty came back with four yards, I'd be pissed at Misty. I wouldn't be pissed at Walmart. But you hired Misty. Against what I'm assuming a lot of better judgment from what it sounds like from the group. Dude, I hear you. Why are you even charging me? You should have taken 15% off that fucking fabric for the mere fact that I had to dr- get back in the fucking car, drive all the way back, try to explain to you and four other people how this bitch couldn't count to seven. Yeah. 100%. But, like, Alex, we're in a pandemic. You should relax. You're well, going to have like a, a heart lot, attack. I feel like a lot of people... Um... There's a lot of people also, if we're being honest, taking advantage of our our pandemic. They really are. And uh, I haven't used up my COVID two weeks yet, which uh, I'm saving (laughs) it for a rainy day, rainy month. (laughs) And then some of the other days reading this thing, an employee of one of my clients, they were saying, like, I feel like people are COVID shaming me. What is COVID shaming? It means that people who get COVID... People want to know, one, how'd you get it? So were you not wearing your mask? Were you? And then people get really nervous. You had a client recently who they wouldn't take the other client. That's that would be considered COVID shaming, discriminating because they previously had COVID and they're like, "Mm, ain't been enough weeks, bitch. Back up. Yeah. (laughs) Back up, bitch. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. Um, I thought the way she was using it. Okay, I'm glad you clarified because that's what I would have assumed. That's what I would have assumed. But the way what I think I've she heard. was taking it is that like she got it, and then um, there's like a bunch of misconstrued information that I've been hearing. Like you can go back to work between seven and ten days. You can't go back to seven, but ten ten days you can end your quarantine if if you have. Okay, so let me be very clear to everyone right now. Okay, yeah. you get COVID today. Yeah. After 10 days of being quarantined, that is if you were exposed and came up negative. Because remember, they used to think 14 days for you to, even though you tested positive the second day, it could take up to 14 days for the results to come back that you do have COVID, right? Or you don't. Okay. So now let's say you go over to your in-law's house, someone there has COVID, you test, you don't have it. You only need to be in quarantine for 10 days days now before you can go back to work but bitch if you test positive you you can definitely not go back to work until you get a negative yeah that's it i mean i guess i was just yeah i guess i assume that much well people were saying like you know come get these like rapid tests and then if you're negative and it's like 10 days like i want you back at work yes and they're trying to get their like 14 you know yes people are trying to get their 14 um, yes they're shaming me for 
not wanting to come back to work. It's like, and I'm like, bitch, that's normal shaming. Like, right? Have you ever worked at a casino where they're like, bitch, I don't care if you are sick. I want to see the, like, you better be dying. Like, oh dead. Oh, my God. Like, you're, I want to send you home. We came from a generation of, of uh, managers home. who are, I want a doctor's note. Not only that, but, like, they want to see the whites of your eyes and send you home. Like, yes. they want you so ill that, like, it is bad on them if you're working. Yes. That, like, like, you are so physically ill, you look like death walking. Yeah, like, it's inappropriate for you to be around food. <laughs> and they're like, I guess. And ice. Go go work down in housekeeping. Ugh, fold some napkins. But, like, you gotta go home. Yeah, when I worked in food and beverage, they oh. did not give a fuck. Oh. You had to literally be dying. Come in. They want to see your They face. want to send you home. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you called in sick and and if you were dying, it better not be an hour before work. You got to call in two hours before I work. The job I was able to call into and loved it was Costco. I used to love calling into Costco. Could you just call in? Yeah. I mean, it was always going to be really bad and they were going to punish you. Yeah. Um, But I just – because there's so many people who work there and so you just, like, don't care – you're just like, go fuck yourself. See, and, and medical is so different Costco. because I have to chart. And so I know that if I'm not there, I'm just going to, it's going to bury exactly me. That's exactly how bartending was. I would never, ever, ever. Literally, I called in one time. Mm-hmm. One time. I was like, I physically cannot work. Like, you won't even. One, I couldn't walk to the bathroom. I mean, it was like. Bad. Bad. And um, I couldn't even, you know, when you put so much makeup on and it immediately falls right off your face because like your, your body rejects skin it. is like poisons coming out. Yes. It's like, excuse me, we're trying to get it yeah. all out. Yeah. 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 Um, one time, because exactly that, if you, if you called in and you left somebody on a Friday night with one bartender. Oh, you better be dead. You better be dead. Dead. You did not. If you didn't ever, that is Family the doesn't fucked do that. up thing yeah. to do yeah. to call in sick on oh. a Friday or Saturday. Waitressing. Oh, no. So, that was good. But, yeah, when you're working like a giant mill house like Costco and you're just like... Yeah, fuck the man. Fuck the man. Yeah, yeah. And you're 19. Yeah. So, you really don't care about the man. You don't even know about the man, really. You just yeah. fuck them all. <laughs> well, in a medical, it's a bit different just depending on your job, but... When you have so many patients and you're like, got to get this done. No one else is going to know how to do this injection. 100%. No one's going to know this. It's yeah. going to, he's going to be confused all day. Like, it's just not worth it. But I will tell you, when we woke up the day after our shot, our vaccine, I felt fine. Like, tired. But my, she called me. She texted me. She didn't call me. And she, I could feel the tears. Have you ever gotten a text from someone and you could feel their tears? Yeah. She said, I feel so awful. I do not. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I was like, dude, stay home. It's fine. I'll get someone else to help me out. She was like, nope. It's four hours. I'm going to do it. And I said, dude, no one needs a hero today. This isn't like, just stay home. And then when she, she's like, no, I'm, I'll be fine. I got in the shower. Once I got like makeup on, I felt a little bit better. And they told us, they said, don't work for those three days after because you feel so, it's not like a cold. Do you know when you're coming down with a cold? And, like, you're like, that's weird. Why do my shoulders hurt? Yeah. Why do my hips feel out of whack? Yeah. Why does my chest feel a little heavy? Yeah. That's what it's like. For, like, 24 hours, and then you feel fine. Uh, is that any particular reason? It's just, like, a dead virus? Uh, like yeah. You? Do you remember when you gave your kids their fucking vaccines, and they were like, we want to just cry and lay down and sleep for two days? Same shit. I mean, honestly, 
maybe the sleepiness a little bit with uh, but like my kids never had any particular aversions to yeah but do you know how vaccine. like everyone's kids are different like yeah some kids you see and they're like they're knocked some of your girlfriends you talk to they're like oh they were knocked out after their shots and then yeah, you talk yeah. to some moms and they're like that's how this was like she didn't feel great i felt fine yeah i felt truly i still feel fine yeah i felt a little bit of like joint achiness in my shoulders yeah but that was really it yeah and I... then some people feel like they're yeah. dying for a couple days and then they're yeah, fine. Yeah, even with the flu shots that I've gotten the past I hope few I've years. I've never felt a problem with the flu shot. Ever. Yeah. No. I mean, I get the soreness, but I really think it's because they just shoved a fucking needle in my arm. So that is, I will warn everyone, that is the worst part. Yeah, the soreness. It's it's pretty intense. Oh, so the, like, the COVID vaccine. Yeah, soreness. so really work out your arm. The second day is pretty brutal. But I will say on the third day, it's yeah. gone for the most part. So you just one day of like, okay. I went to go like put my arm on my shirt and I was like, well, can't do that. Okay. Oh, can't do that. Okay. Well, yeah. Wait, secrets come out. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> I'm all in this growth on my neck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> besides that, Literally, I'm feeling like, fine. So seamless. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Also, I have a dick now. <laughs> Also, oh, my clitoris went away. It was <laughs> really wild. <laughs> so that's my hatred of entries because it's like I still people can still get angry about shit. I can still be petty, which I don't really find it petty. I feel like if I go to the gas station and I'm like, "Can I get gas on four? And they're like, "We don't do that anymore." I feel like my hate journal entry was just like the being alone thing. Like I think that yeah. for twenty until summer twenty twenty one, truly like it's hot out, viruses aren't yeah. thriving. I think we should shut down Hinge and Tinder <laughs> and Bumble because I think everybody needs to take like a for sure app dating break. And then after that, I think everybody needs to take like I feel like we should all get like six months off work. I one hundred percent believe I know that. You want your hair done and your lashes and like no, yeah, no extra like everybody's just all natural. Yes, um, you know you don't get hair trend like and this is my career. I even think that like you in the health field like it should be an as needed basis, not like your checkups. I think they could cycle it like yeah. this group of people. I feel yeah. like this group of people works. For this amount of time. Yeah. And then this group works. I will tell you that um, one reason I'm excited about the vaccine, this is the last thing I'm going to say, is the something dicks. very... <laughs> the dicks. <laughs> I didn't even know it was this much fun. Who knew? We, we'd always heard that standing up <laughs> peeing was a fun thing, but I've got proof now. <laughs> I've got proof. It's so convenient. It's so convenient. The amount of toilet paper I don't use is shocking. Um, I witnessed something the other day and for the first time in a very long time, I yelled at another adult mm. yelled and I called oh. her a fucking piece of trash and she's the reason for the season, which she seemed confused by, but I meant by COVID. <laughs> um, I pulled up to rallies to aisle one or aisle two to get gas and as I pulled in, kept seeing this car. She went from one to two. Then she went from two, circle back to four. Right? And some people just forget what side their gas cans on, whatever. Yeah. When she gets to three, I see her get out. She's doing something like it looks like she's paying. Well, at this point, I'm getting out of my car and I couldn't find my secondary. I have two different masks that I like to use. 
and I couldn't find the one particular mask. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Where's my second one? And I'm in my backpack. And while I'm doing that, I noticed that she's not pulled up to four. And when I shut the passenger side door, the gas pump is on the fucking ground. It's just on the ground. That face you're making. That's strange. And the guy who's in front of me, who's been pumping his gas, says to me, piece of shit, right? She keeps not wanting to touch the gas pumps. So when she grabs it, that's why she keeps moving pumps. He goes, I've been sitting here watching her. He goes, she grabs the pump and if she can't grab it right the first time with the, with the cloth she's using, if she can't grab it right, she won't use it. He goes, and so the when she grabbed this one, it fell out of her hand and she left it on the ground. I said, what? What do you mean she left it on the ground? She knew she did that and walked away? He goes, yeah. Yes. Number one, let's not even talk about the safety issue here. Somebody pulls up, doesn't see that, has their fucking kids in the car. It gets stuck under their fucking wheel and they continue to drive onto the next, you know, like pulling forward. Yeah. And that shit breaks off. That could kill somebody. That could kill a lot of fucking people. Let's start there. But let's also backtrack to the fact that your mom should have fallen downstairs when she got fucking pregnant with you, you (laughs) fucking piece of fucking trash. Who the fuck takes a fucking piece? I'm talking like fire, like could hurt somebody. They won't even let us use our cell phones while pumping gas. And you looked at that, dropped it on the ground and thought, I'll just drive away. (sighs) I went over and picked it up, put it back on its little little thing. And I said, hey, hey, you, you are what is wrong. You are the problem. You are trash. You are absolute trash. She was like in her affinity and it was brand new. And I said, you're the kind of person you get a new infinity and someone's going to end up scraping it. Not me. I don't need to, but it will. You park far, far away, park far away. That shit's going to end up scratched. You bitch, you bitch. <laughs> I walked into aisle one and the guy, the guy behind the counter, I know he goes, can you fucking use, I've been watching her. She has literally been circling around, touching everything, just dropping shit on the floor. He goes, that's the, the second pump I've picked up. You've picked up the third. That's insane. I was like, this is like a nightclub. Kick this bitch out of here. Yeah, somebody call the cops. Call the police. Call this security. Is <laughs> I think you know what sometimes needs to happen. Where I is thoroughly, security? I, th- I really do mean this. Like, I think it's important for everybody to have it done to them and then to do it to somebody else. But every once in a while, you just have to look at somebody. Be like, you're a fucking bitch. Yes. Whether it's man or woman. I don't yes. care. But I think it's those verbiage, that verbiage in particular. Yes. Somebody has to look at you and you have to look at them. It's an important life lesson. It's like uh, verbally being popped in the mouth. Yeah. Like, you're a bitch. You are trash. I want you to know, like, deep down. Like, I'm a stranger. I don't know you. I know you're trash. Can tell right off you the bat. You came from trash. Clearly. I think it's important. I think it's important, too. I'm so glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. This will be interesting. This is going to be interesting, guys. We're excited. You're going to see some days, uh, some good days. And you're going to see some bad days. And you're going to see some bad days. Uh, some days you're going to see a good and a bad day. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm not an asshole. I didn't get dressed knowing that AP did not have her life together. You guys, here's the deal. 
I thought it would be fun to kind of start this off froggy. And yeah. the reason why is because I know the reality of the situation. <laughs> expectations. Uh, expectations. I really, yeah. I like to um, under-promise and over-deliver <laughs> always. <laughs> this fun fact about me. Uh, facts. Yeah, this may be facts. the only time you see this. Facts. So Yeah. That's not, well, we in Black Mamba. Both professionals. Yeah. This is our our beautiful, lovely side hustle. Yeah. Side grind, if you will. So you're going to see a side hustle kind of face every once in a while. And I think it's going to really, really keep us in touch. Humble. Humble, if you will. Yes. With our audience. 1,000%. Uh, which is you guys. Yeah. So we love this you. this isn't about us. This isn't about us. Hey, and by the way, this is the sweat. This is one of the sweaters that I wore inside of Macy's. Does this look like I work? Does this scream I work at Macy's, bitch? No, it does not. No. I mean, it's a fashionable sweater, and sometimes I feel like they wear fashionable things. At least the ladies I used to work with. So cute. They were. Some of them are very cute. But I mean, more of like a professional. I worked at Macy's in like 2006 to 2009. Really? Yes. I love Macy's. And I'm telling you, we had to be cute. Cute. Like, we really did. We had to wear heels. We had to like... It was... I mean, you didn't have to, but, like, you were shunned. If you didn't? Yeah. Like, at the makeup counters? Oof. I like all the makeup counters except for the MAC. It's too aggressive. Like, sometimes I walk in and I see a harsh eyebrow, and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, but but those are phasing. I hope. People, go back to your natural brows. They are. Okay? Wherever in a panorama, again, you need to know how to just do a natural look. 100%. Yeah. All right, you guys, we love you. This is going to wrap up this episode of the Hate Journals. Um, yeah, there's going to be hopefully some exciting things that we'll be sharing. We are going to be switching around some things on our website, but our social media, everything else will stay the same. So you guys stay tuned. We have some more hopefully exciting things coming. You guys know what it is. Our Instagram is the Hate Journals. And of course, our Twitter is Hate Journals. And our website is thehatejournals.com. We love you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.